Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. I have zero experience with carpentry. I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston and learned about how things were built, you know, 250 years ago. There's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but there's so much more to do out there. Welcome back to the Passion for Craft podcast. Today we are talking about jobs. It's going to be a pretty technical episode today, just talking about some active jobs that uh, Richard and Brent have going on. So I'm excited to kick back and, and listen along with you guys. All right. Yeah. Let's. So we, we've got, uh, I'll start. We've got. You start. Go ahead. You know, we've got the two companies, and so we are doing a lot of window restoration work. I think I've talked before about our desire to turn the shop into a production shop and less of a job shop. Have I talked about that? You haven't. No. On the podcast. We haven't heard that one. So tell okay. Us your dreams. I guess that's my other podcast. I'm talking about it. <laughs> um, so. Everyone's like, what other podcast? <laughs> um, basically, when you have when you have a, a mill shop um, like ours, ours does you know three million a year sometimes more than that sometimes less um so in the in the world of custom shops it's it's pretty big um in the world of just production shops it's t90 i mean just it's not even a blip on the map yeah and so uh like guys who have garage shops or guys who have uh small shops are doing a million that's kind of like a, a lot of most guys are do that um and so we're bigger than that. The problem is at our level is you end up going through these feast and famine cycles. You're either eating steak or you're eating bologna. And, um, or spam. And so spam in a can. Uh, it, we are trying to become more of a production shop and, and building it around the 100-year window. So I used to, to have, it was it was a badge of honor that we could build anything in wood. I mean, you look around this room mm-hmm. and we would build and do anything, you know, problem is is that you're inventing and figuring out especially when you're relying on the past every single time you are starting over and reinventing and the wheel reinventing the wheel how are we going to build that you know what's you know and and the and the attitude in our shop was well let's figure it out um now we're trying to because of the 100 year window because of the response we've got for it, it which has been so strong we are like well here's a product that we could actually build a business on an actual product, not these one-off right. things. Correct. And so, um, you know, we're sending a job to Ohio right now. We're we're did a job in Rhode Island. We're you know we're we're sending our hundred-year windows cool. around the country, and so we have we've been in the uh, search for a production manager. Uh, just hired a guy uh, to help us do production because no one on our team has built a house uh, or built a business that's doing 10 20 30 million dollars a year so we just don't know what we don't know what it looks like and so we are anyway so we're in the process of of the new guy starts monday and we are trying to you know grow and change as our business so over the last two or three years we have stopped taking cabinet jobs we've stopped taking you know custom one-off things intentionally intentionally and trying to do windows and doors so, so will you continue to do any of that or is it just like you question. won't like um, all this cool like the all this never stuff. again <laughs> well yeah, I, sound, so. I i am uh sorry there's a fly um i uh i don't think so and 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 we'll see what this new production Whoa, manager. i did not expect you to i say did not that. expect that either 
new production manager will will do for us and help us do. I mean, it, it's it's a little bit of a we, we're going to figure it out and kind of and and we're going to figure it out, but. It could be that we can do that if he can help us be, be profitable on that. The problem is cabinets, everybody and their dog can build cabinets, mm-hmm. okay? It, it's, it's, if you're a cabinet, cabinet builder out there, you're easy. They're, <laughs> they're, you're building insult. boxes. And so a guy can no, literally – uh, My instructor at North Bennett Street would, would scoff at cabinets and goes, I've been building cabinets for years out of the back of my pickup truck. And I'm like <laughs> – you know, now he was an incredible craftsman. There's not a lot of guys who could build cabinets out of the back of a pickup truck, <laughs> but the the tools and the ability to do that are there. Uh, you know, with router bits and everything else, you can do it. And so, oh, for sure, I've done it as a, early in my career as an entry level. I think every woodworker is like, I'm going to try to build a cabinet. Yeah, and just it's like you said, it's just a box. Yeah. So wait, uh, I've got a question just as related to this. Are you ever worried about becoming the thing, the very thing that you hate? Uh, like we were talking question. yesterday. What do I hate? Well, we were talking yesterday, and it'll be a couple episodes ago, or maybe two episodes ago, but um, about the idea that some of these molding shops have a catalog of eight moldings and you go, I want the colonial revival or yeah. whatever. Are you ever worried about that happening with the hundred year window? Or are you still able to add a little Ric Flair on it? I am Ric Flair, the president of the United States. Um, <laughs> you get we, that reference. We, uh, no, not right now. I'm not, not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of that because it's the first generation of the, the, Hundred year window. Yeah, and so you know, Marvin Windows. Okay, I've been told this story. You know, when they started out, they were me, right? They were they were Brent in a you know building windows in the winter. So first generation was highly custom. Yeah, um, was would would build anything, do anything. They were a custom window shop. Yeah, you know, now they're the fourth generation, and that and that attitude towards doing everything custom has gone away mm-hmm. and they are now more production 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 and you know i'm sure sitting around the board table they all look at each other and go that isn't profitable why are we doing that mm-hmm. and so you know customs always going to be more expensive harder to manage you know harder harder to make money at mm-hmm. than production that's why people make widgets right? that's why there's only eight you know selections mm-hmm. and because it's easier and you make more money doing it mm. so i'm not worried about that now i mean you know maybe your grandson if he if he takes over the business will mm-hmm. have to worry about that but uh um you better not let it Go downhill, Jackson. You better believe I'm not. <laughs> so it's customer die. We're actually taking a step away from the production side. We're going to more custom. When it, no, uh, the, so in any case, we are. that's where we are as a company on the mill side, trying to figure that out. And on the build side, I let go my director of operations, and I've been trying to find a replacement for that person. And uh, <laughs> R.I.P.? Oh, I thought you were saying like you're gonna do it, no. <laughs> like raising your hand. No, it, and so we are. I don't it, have enough experience. We've got <laughs> we've got four or five really big jobs that we're doing right now that are really fun. Uh, if you follow my YouTube channel, the the most of them are up there. Uh, we're doing Thistle Hill. We're doing uh, which is an historic house here in Fort Worth, and uh, really exciting, really great 
projects that we're pumped about. That one's close. That's cool. Yeah. So when you, now that you're trying to move more into production windows, are you going to offer different types of divided lights? Mm-hmm. Like yep. you, you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you'll offer like mean? the, like uh, what we were talking about. In the, oh yeah. 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 So we were talking about that in the Hollywood episode, divided lights being the panels in the window, right? Basically. Yeah. The glass panels, panes, panes, mm-hmm. not panels. The, uh, Shoot. um, Idiot. yeah. I mean, so if you look at the historic precedent, there's a lot of going from the Georgian to the federal, the Greek revival, the colonial, uh, the Victorian, Arts and crafts, it's always changing. And so we will continue, I think, to provide those, uh, that kind of customization. So you the, will the provide... Thic- the thickness of the sill, okay. the size of, the, of, the, of the, the, the sash obviously will change. And so... Um, from a milling standpoint or from like a production standpoint of that... Does that change the amount of machines that you need to have? Well, what, it, what, what you'll do is, let's say we, we decided to have some different profiles. Yeah. We would, it would be an upcharge, right? Okay. It would be a customization charge, but it'd be minimal, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. uh, really, instead of the styles and rails being cut with a standard OG profile, they'll be beveled sharply for a Gothic or a Greek revival. Right. And so... Um, and wouldn't you kind of want people to customize their windows? Well, I would, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it depends. I don't think for our price point, oh, you know what we should talk about? Is your pillow window offer thing. Yeah. The uh, And, I, and I, heard, I had some interesting insight. Into All right, that. we'll put a tab in that. I got it. I got it up here. So, you keep, what are you saying for your price point? Well, for, for our, it's like our, our window is a $3,500 to $4,000 window, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the production companies will make a window for 1800 to $2,500 a window and more. Right. And, and, and we'll talk about Richard's thing. So our, our window is, you know, fairly expensive, but you're getting, you know, you know, uh, weights and pulleys, you're getting, you know, brass hardware, you're getting, you know, putty glazing. There's, you're getting, you know, true historical thicknesses of the parts and pieces, as opposed to kind of a cheap down version that comes with a production window you're getting quality wood so it's not just more expensive because you know we're a small shop and it just costs more we're actually putting more value into it and so um the uh you know from the production from the business side of it we're hoping that this new production manager can come in and make us more efficient you know help us with processes and things like that Mm -hmm. so that you know our costs could actually go down yeah the uh at the same time, so my point was is that no one's going to be the, the the person who's kicking tires and wants a cheap product isn't really our buyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have to worry about some guy shopping. I'm going to call Joe's shop. You know, he's told me I could have the exact same thing for you know twenty percent less. Well, then go In with your Joe. Mind, you're like, yeah. great, enjoy. <laughs> exactly, because we know that Joe doesn't exist, right? There, yeah. there is no Joe, and so um, it, it's it. That's that's the benefit and the opportunity for us. But right. um, we are. Uh, what was the question I was asking? Well, we were just, I had a question yeah. while you were talking through all that. Are you going to only use sapili, or will you offer other woods? See, I think I think the, one of the things that's exciting about the the hundred year window and just kind of our deal is that uh, sapili is the first wood that we're using. I, I would say that maybe it's part of first generation of the hundred year window. Because it's we can get it FSC certified. I mean, it's forest, forest. You know, it's a certified forest, sustainable, sustainable 
Discernment. Certificate. Certificate. Maybe. <laughs> FSDC. Um, it's a certified uh, sustainable forest product. In other words, it's been, it's not, cl- uh, you know, clearing the jungles of the Amazon. Mm. Uh, you know, that it's actually certified that it, that the processes that they're taking the trees out of the forest are sustainable so that they're not clear cutting everything. They're actually harvesting trees very carefully. So for the longevity of the forest. And so, um, it's a little bit more expensive because you're actually tracking the, the wood from the forest, right to the, right to our shop. But Sapili is a fairly, okay. Especially at our volume, uh, um, available wood right that we can use on our windows it lasts a long time it solves so many of the things the wood is the key factor in the 100 year window yeah. mm-hmm. helping it last 100 years but it's a great question because we are already looking at other options kaboni akoya thermal wood other other technologies and things that are coming along with wood mahogany that, that no um, ash no you I noticed on your <laughs> on your Jerry? website for the hundred year window, you said you you make them in oak too. Well, we so there's there's Forest Product Labs that's come out with uh, the best woods, and so if you look at that, uh, white oak is a very they have them in three categories: resistant, slightly resistant, and non-resistant. Mm-hmm. And most pines, poplar, maple are non-resistant. They're terrible mm-hmm. woods; they don't last very long. Um. And in, in, the, in the resistant category, white oak, I think black walnut, I think cherries in there, but yeah, but, uh, but old growth mahogany, um, old growth teak, uh, old growth woods, and so there is a list of woods that are that are good, better woods, better mm-hmm. than and, everything else. So old white oak is part of that. Old growth is literally. I was surprised to see that. Like it grew. It's not being farmed somewhere, like it's not being like correct. Yeah, grown. Yeah, to be it's a virgin forest like kind of thing, or it's salvaged from buildings. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, I always thought of uh, red oak and white oak kind of similar, and I always thought of them interior. But when I saw that on your website, I was so like, red oak. It's interesting it oak. because red oak is actually a terrible exterior wood, and white oak is a really good exterior wood. And if That's you crazy. if you if you take a uh, a piece of white oak, and you know maybe six inches long you know, half inch by half inch, like a little straw. Yeah. And you dip it into some uh, dishwash detergent yep. or dish soap. Soap. And then uh, wet it and blow on it, little bubbles will come out. The no end. way. Because white oak is actually uh, the, the straws, the uh, cells. The fibers, right, whatever. Right, that, that, that are, because it's a bunch of straws and mm-hmm. like water moves up and down through these trees, yeah. right? So when you cut a tree down, it has a, moisture content of like 40 percent yeah tons of water in there and yet the wood that you put in your house is between six and eight percent right so it has to dry out a lot so water is moving through your thing that's where you get maple syrup right it's it's water moving up they tap the tree and they're getting the sugar water out of there so the, the the cells of that white oak lumber are open meaning it breathes meaning it dries out if you do that in red oak you can't it's do too that. Closed. It's it too closed. It, it holds it in, and thus it rots out. So white oak is better than red oak, just kind of as a as a general. Yeah, thing. I was just shocked to see that on there. I was like, is that a typo? Yeah. White oak. He's making these windows in white oak. But <laughs> that's a really good. <laughs> that makes sense. Really good exterior wood. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Okay, cool. Okay, so uh, you were talking about the customizations that you're going to be able to do with the windows. Will you continue with that strain of thought? Because well, we started I mean, asking about the wood. And so, I again, I'm not a production guy, so I'm, I don't know the exact... Uh, how much customization if there's a dial here right. like everything's going to look exactly the same far, far left dial it all over the right we can do anything and everything right mm -hmm. you know where where's it where are we going to land on that dial yeah. uh where's where's it going to end up and and that's what we're trying to figure out right and that's what i'm hoping this guy is going to help us uh think through solve um but i mean you know just the uh, but when it comes to looks, when it comes to the dividing divi division lights, light, divided light, divided light, how you're going to be able to do different panes. Oh and yeah, everything for like sure. That? I mean that that would be a part of any. I mean Marvin Pella, everybody does that. Cool. Um, but changing actual profiles, changing glass type, uh, putting films on the glass, putty glazing, uh, the way the weight pockets work, all those things are open to customization and change. Um, you know the weight pocket right now for the back of an historic window is about four inches okay mm. you know three-quarter wood three-quarter wood inch and a half then you got the weights about two inches and then you've got gaps right and so uh the that is a very thick uh member to have to frame out for yeah mm -hmm. uh, there's a there's an historic window that we found that has instead of having two separate pulleys that go up and down they have a single weight Okay, and it's really thin. It's about this thin, this wide, you know, this long, and it counterbalances both windows. So instead of so, oh, if you have a, it's really slick, and there's a pulley in between here, so this one will slide up and slide down. Basically, the weights are in there to counterbalance the weight of the sash. Right. So let's say the sash was ten pounds. You'd have two five-pound weights on either side. Well. And if you have a double hung window, you have two five pound weights in each side of the yeah. sash. Mm -hmm. But what this thing allows you to do is only have one five pound weight that's pulled between them. So it, it's still counterbalancing the window, but it's sharing the weight from the two windows, which is pretty smart. Yeah, and, that's an upgrade. That well, I'm almost <laughs> thinking that that could become our standard. Oh wow! Standard, yeah, yeah. That, and so that's when I get excited about. It. I was like, we could really do some fun things manufacturing wise that would be, you know, upgrades and and you know have a store precedent and you know help solve some things. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, moving to Richard's windows. So one thing that was fascinating to me is Richard had, and you can tell the story, but had a guy come out, and I was shocked when I read the pro, uh, read the uh, proposal. Go ahead. Yeah, it was an awkward moment whenever she <laughs> she said that. She, uh, but anyways, just backstory. Yeah, I'm doing some remodeling at my house. I'm gonna I'm framing for four new windows. Okay, I was gonna do five when she quoted, but I'm doing four now, and. <clears throat> Uh, I was like, okay, you see these windows, like, this is going to take, a, I don't know what I'm doing with windows. <laughs> this is going to take a long time to build this. Do I want to invest this much time into it? Yeah. And I just was kind of having this conversation in myself and like, I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to, I don't want to, like, I want to do it, but like, where's, where am I going to get that time? Right. So I'm like, all right, let me go look at a few local places and uh, see what I can find. So I go to this, this surplus building store just because yeah. i i don't i've never shopped for windows yeah. i want to see what's available 
And I go over there. It's very disappointing. I'm very disappointed. What is it? Um, what's the name of the store? No, like what did you find that was disappointing? I found a bunch of gigantic, like real thick black metal modern looking windows. That's all. That's all they had. Hmm. That's, that's it. The so, black finish. Yeah, all black metal. They had like you know false divided light, like simulated divided lights with gigantic muttons yeah. and stuff. And I was just like. I mean, I guess in some houses it would work, like more modern stuff. Yeah. But I was, I'm going for more traditional look, and I was just like, okay, this, there's nothing here. So as I'm driving away, that's when I called you. I was like, hey, do you, do you know anything about these other window companies? Do they have like, you know, Pella, Mar- whatever, Marvin? Do they have anything that's close to the hundred year window? I know it's not going to be like the hundred year window, right. but is there anything remotely you can point me in the direction to? Um, cause I, I was like, I have to confess my sins. I'm probably going to buy it. <laughs> so I told him I'm probably going to buy some production window. And he goes, no, there's nothing close. <laughs> so I mean, he, he just said, no, there's nothing. I'm like, all right, that's encouraging. So I, uh, <laughs> I go home and have a conversation with the wife. I'm like, look, let's, let's have, have these people out, you know? Mm-hmm. So they come out. We're looking at the stuff. I'm like, okay, this one looks, this one looks more traditional. Mm-hmm. She tells me, you know, we measure and do all that, and she goes, all right. So, yeah, so I got five windows. I'm quoting in yeah. one one door, just a six foot eight door. Right. And she goes, all right. So this is gonna be, looks like we're at thirty one thousand six hundred, <laughs> whatever it was. I sent you the the document, and I was just <laughs> like, that's when it was real awkward. Yeah. Me and my wife were just like. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, um, have a good day. <laughs> so, so I kind of just like, yeah. Well, I mean, I got a lot to think about. Yeah. Now so I, I, I think I, about if building you do, windows. If, if you do, if you do the math, right? And I was shocked that the number was that high. Well, what shocked me the most was the six foot eight door was ten grand. Good gravy. The six, just a typical door in any house. I'm like, who's buying this stuff? Right. I mean, I, I know I'm not the wealthiest guy, and I, you know, but I feel like even if you had the wealth, like, hold, hold on, this is a six. You would just go door. buy a custom door at yeah. that point, right? Like, yes, like mm-hmm. I could build you a door. I buy, I build you a door. Yeah, <laughs> give <laughs> me know, a year I, or two. I, so I we, you, you know, our our typical uh, uh, exterior door, you know, is six to ten thousand dollars. Now, and that's a six foot eight door. Yeah. Now that didn't wouldn't include uh, hardware. It wouldn't include finish. It wouldn't, wouldn't include. Would not include. That's surprising to would me. Would not include. So um, our door would be more expensive than that, but but our door would last longer. Would work Absolutely. better. Would you know? Would would, better. And, and so it's it's that's a lot of money. It well, makes let, me feel a lot more comfortable. Well, about let me what tell you what. to the market. <laughs> My gosh. And you should feel comfortable because let me tell you what the details of it it's it was finger joint pine yeah that is crazy you know what I, with aluminum on the outside well that's crazy but but i looked at those things and the window said poplar the window said poplar on, on my that. paper well yeah. she, i didn't even read that because she told me they're finger joint pine i just so i once i didn't even need the quote i just yeah. got it to, to give to you you know, after I heard the price, I, I kind of was like, I don't even need. So if it's thirty one thousand dollars <laughs> for five windows and a door, let's take out the door that was ten grand. So twenty one thousand dollars for five windows. 
which is 4,000 a window, right? Which is right what you just said you're at about. Yeah. But that yeah. included install, yeah, didn't it? Yes. Surely. Yeah, it yeah. did include it. Yeah, and I and what I wanted to do was I said, can I install these? Like, what would that do to the price? And she put it in her computer, and it said, oh, yeah, that'll take $1,000 off. I'm like, just install it then, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, th- what? Like, $1,000, yeah, you got it. So I was talking yeah. to a guy on the phone the other day, and um, uh, he, he had a bunch of industry experience. And when I told him that story, uh, because we were talking about our window, and he said, he said, that sounded like a price for a something that they didn't want to do and so did you ever get the feeling from her that 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 was that was a you know screw you price you know (laughs) you know we don't want to do this job but if we're going to do it we're also going to make a ton of money from it or do you think it was say no i don't think so um i could be wrong though because i don't know you're kind of hard to work with (laughs) (laughs) well i am because i had everything tore apart and i was like tell me what i need to frame to for the windows so maybe she kind of picked that up but I feel like that Pella is so big. That's who came, by the way. I don't know if I should say it. Shout out. You can bleep it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> friends, Pella. Um, <laughs> I feel like they're too big. I don't think she even cares because she's once she prices it, she wants to sell it. And yeah. she's gone. And, she, and then she never, yeah. the installers come. Right. So I don't think that's true because she's a, she works off commission. Yeah. So I don't, and it was, I didn't, you know. Maybe I am hard to work with. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, I, I'm, don't get self conscious. You're easy to work with. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I don't agree with that. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? That's so weird. So, you know, hearing that, I sit there and go, the new price of the 100 year windows act. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, if we're at their price point right now, what in the world? Well, why? Well, also, if y'all are at their price point right now and you're profitable, why are y'all not topping the industry, or why aren't y'all it's able all to? It's all marketing in? And, and for and, sure, and for, for sure. We are and we, knowing things. We like, are not. Uh, not we, knows. we have gotten an incredible response from our window, but we're uh, our sales and marketing plan is YouTube and Instagram right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. because why? I don't know. You tell me. Production can't keep up. Production can't. I don't have. Oh, a, you don't. Yeah. You don't want don't, to dedicate a marketing team to I don't, this because, because I can't. You can't I can't. Up, yeah. I can't provide it if we sold it. Yeah. And so it's just like, so Alice, our sales manager, is is selling this stuff, and and we're we're almost like, stop. You know. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> don't sell any more. Don't sell any more. The shops. You know, throwing the white flag up. Stop selling. Yeah, she's and, like, your windows are going to be ready in twenty thirty. <laughs> Uh, August, yeah, exactly. August of 2030. Yeah, um, August 15th, we'll be there, 2030. <laughs> the, <laughs> the exact date, three years. And so, but it it, it 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 speaks to me of the opportunity for us as a company, like like what we could what we could become. And so, you know, we we continue to get uh, pushback from people um, about the the single pane glass. Was, you've like read my mind. I was about to ask you the you biggest mean, pushback. That you the get one single pane glass, and then the, yeah. that the glass is a single pane as opposed to being insulated. So you're big. Oh, so oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, would solve that with uh, Pilkington Spatia, right? No, we don't. Here's here's the problem. There's so much mis misinformation in the market right now um, about 
windows and everything else We've that got people a YouTube video people, on this people think that they have to have insulated glass in their house like you have to have it you don't have to have it and especially if you're in the country's broken up into these uh climate zones mm-hmm. one two three four i think five um I, we're in the south i don't really know what's going on up north what they're dealing with but but one is like all the coast is a tropical two creeps up into like Dallas Fort Worth is right on the edge of two and three. And so, you know, just think about this swath that goes down to California, across Arizona, Mexico, Texas, all along the Gulf Coast, over into Florida. Just the up south into Georgia. strip of the US. Is is that two three zone? Our median temperature is sixty eight degrees. We don't we don't need uh insulated glass. Insulated glass is a product to keep your house from losing Prevent heat. heat loss. Prevent mm-hmm. heat loss. We don't have a heat loss problem. We have a heat gain problem. So really the challenge that we have in southern windows is is reflecting the UV heat mm-hmm. and UV and heat. So it's it, insulated glass is silly to think about in the south. I mean we turn it, you know, it's winter for 6 weeks. You know, it's just you don't mm-hmm. have that problem. And so what do you say t- what do you say to people who are like but also the cold needs to be insulated against as well it needs to be able to heat keep in keep heat in or sorry keep heat out what do you say to those people who need we need to keep heat out well that's the heat gain that they're talking about that's 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 we that i agree that's what you're trying to keep out but, but i would say like right because you're saying insulated glass does help to a certain extent with colder temperatures keeping the heat inside the house and not letting it get out the house doesn't it work the opposite way as well? Doesn't it work with heat gain? Well, it depends um, on tree coverage, you know, overhang coverage, how much direct light's getting in there. Yeah, um, all of those things are going to affect um, the performance. But if you look at Department of Energy studies, okay, only about ten percent of energy loss goes out windows. Yeah. Okay. People act like it's fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Right. It's ten percent. Yeah. Okay. And so. Furthermore, if you look at your energy bill, yeah. okay, only 40%, 30 to 40% is spent on heating or cooling. Yeah. Okay. So if you got a $100 bill, a $100 energy bill from TXU, only 40 of those dollars are going to generate heat and cool. Okay. And then only four of those dollars are actually going to. Because only 10% of your energy law is out windows and doors. Right. And so to expect to change your windows and actually see a savings. It, and that's it, with that those studies are done with the majority of the company or sorry the majority of the world actually having older uh, windows. It's a US study, right? And so the the uh the, the here's and, and so when I when I lay out these facts and all the misinformation, if we developed a marketing campaign, you know, preaching the truth about this stuff, preaching about I mean, it's like Katie bar the door. Anyway, so, so we, we just think the opportunity is huge for us. And I'm now sitting there going, I'm still shaking my head at, at that we're competitive with Pella for the crap that they're trying to put in your house. Since I gave you that R&D, do I get like a commission? <laughs> <laughs> no, a uh, 0.1% finder's fee. So it, it's also what comes to mind is like any savings that people are getting, if it is four bucks or whatever, yeah. that's all obsolete when you replace the windows in 15 20 years you lose you lose that money on i did a video on life cycle costs and uh that the the actual cost of those windows over time is five times more than 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 spending at one time on a hundred year window 
And that's stri- crazy. That's crazy. crazy. Whoa. So um, the <laughs> the other another interesting pivot is is when we were, as I've been interviewing people about um, production managers for our for this job that we're trying oh, yeah. to hire, it's been very clear that our shop is inefficient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know when we we were in this building for you know. 15, 20 years making windows and doors out of this building, which is seven, 8,000 feet, but probably production was 7,000 feet. We moved out there, it's 25,000 feet, but it's a very inefficient 25,000 feet. Mm-hmm. So now we're sitting there looking at that shop going, either we got to move or we got to build a new shop or we got to do something because this shop sucks. It's that bad. It's well, that you're bad. You're thinking about moving you, or building a you new You should one. build a yes. Barnuminium. Build a Barno shop. So <laughs> we need, we he, need, he's probably, actually filing that away. He's putting it in his brain for later. Like, I, no, I'm really not. A no, I'm just ignoring that. <laughs> he's I'm moving that, on, he's trying that, to but, not make you feel foolish. Yeah, he's really excited about the barn. So it, we probably upstairs. need a <laughs> 30 to 50,000 feet, uh, to make ourselves efficient for the type of growth that we need. I'm going to Google and just make sure the bar notes go that big. <laughs> yeah, spend more time on it. Um, we'll get you an airplane. So hanger. are you honestly considering moving shops? That's a good question. Are you? Or you want to rearrange that it is, one? It is. Uh, I think our first choice would be to rearrange this one, okay? Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't rearrange these, you know, pockets of eight ten thousand feet we would build another building around it yeah and then tear down those exterior walls once they're interior mm-hmm. and start moving things around that if, way if you've seen the current shop which i know you have but the way mm-hmm. that it is set up wait you haven't no i have oh i was like what in the world where have you been no uh <laughs> he won't let me out for, for, you, <laughs> for you viewers out there if you haven't seen this shop it is essentially there's like a building over here that was like once a barn and then a building over here that was once like a main house or horse stable or something. And so they've got a, like a connecting line in between the two and then there's a back lot. And so it's it's kind of like it is that big. It's on two but acres, to, but, but the guy, you know, had, there's a house up front on the street yeah. and it's in a residential neighborhood, right, of two acre lots right. um, that was done in the 70s probably. Uh, and so he built a garage shop and then he began adding on yeah. each on like 10,000 feet at a time. And so, um, which yes. it made sense for the production that he was running with cabinets because yeah. you can do that there, out of a pickup a, truck. Apparently there's a thing <laughs> in the production world called a, a spaghetti chart mm-hmm. where you actually trace and you draw a line for every step in production. Yeah. And, um, you got some long spaghetti. <laughs> we got, got some, some long noodles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, unfortunately, we got a bunch of short noodles, oh, but a whole okay. plate of ugly short noodles. Mm. And then these spread out things. And so, yes, there's a few long things, but it's just like, okay, there's one step. Oh, there's another step going over here. There's another step. You know, you start chasing this thing around, and it's not going up a line, going out the door. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it looks like a plate of spaghetti and it's supposed to look like straight noodles yeah, before, yeah, they, yeah. before they've been cooked. Yeah. Right. And so long straight noodles before they cook. You know, that's why they build these production facilities where the wood comes in one side, it goes out the door in a truck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just want this flow going through your shop and we don't have that's that. That's kind of exciting though to set that up. That it is exciting cool. to be able to start from square one. Yeah. Well, just to get like, here, because you know how to make the windows already, so you could. All right, a raw wood comes in here; it gets milled down. It, it's but, but here, kind of lays itself it, out. It, 
it is exciting, but it's also humbling. It's also like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Here, here, when we when we bought that new shop, we thought we were the cat's meow, right? <laughs> we thought that this is no shop will be better than this shop. Yeah. And now we start talking to people and they're all like, it's kind of a lousy shop. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> and so anyway, and one of the one of the it's fun been problems an interesting with it, learning. If y'all do do some crazy stuff with it. I'm just, I'm thinking logistically, how do you tear this down? So, <clears throat> oh, lo like logistically, how so do you I, keep I'm logistically, running? yeah, I'm logistically thinking through it, right? And so one of the like, so if you start from the top and you work your way back because it's like a two acre lot, but it's long, right? Mm -hmm. Long and skinny. Yeah. So if you do do anything at the very front is the dust collection system. So if you want to like restructure whatever, you're going to go, months at a time without a dust collection system or you know Oof. you know what i'm saying yeah. like it just it's, it's a hard a project to do or you're building a roof that's how high is that 30 well, feet and, high and then the, and then the money you're spending um you know in uh, the meantime yeah and so yeah it, I, we haven't dug into the finances of it maybe we'll spend another podcast on that but the uh um we haven't dug into the what the costs are but i'm suspecting the steps would be this, that we would, you know, begin to uh, hit production levels and, and build production lines that are efficient and effective and we're making money, right? Yeah. Then you would start planning, okay, so, you know, we're now building, you know, $3 million in windows effectively. Uh, if we made that upgrade, if we change this from a 25,000 to a 50,000 square foot shop, which we could do on that property... How much is that going to cost? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's let's say it's two million dollars. Yeah. Then you start going when you know ROI, you know, re return on investment. You know, when when could we pay that off? Yeah. And I think the rule of thumb is that if you can't pay it off within five years, you know, you've got you, you probably shouldn't do it. And so you know, then you're like, well, gosh, you know, what production levels do we have to hit in order to be doing twenty million, right? Yeah. And so. Um, that's when and, you need to bring the marketing and, and what does that look like yeah well the marketing arm is already ramping up i mean they're they're planning on 2024 being the year that would they go to they go to market with yeah. this with this plan so anyway it, it, it'll be in it you know the next six months are going to be really interesting right you know getting us through 2023 you know are we going to gain some efficiencies are we going to get some momentum here of, of what's going on and um yeah it's hard i gotta say i'm kind of sad y'all aren't gonna do like the cool one one-off stuff anymore i feel like couldn't you somewhere in there have like a little shop you know like well, here's I'm, our I, i'm sad about the same thing um the uh because i sit there and go if we stopped doing that you know, who would do that for us and the homes jobs that we've got going right now? Who's going to be that custom mill shop provider that, oh, that, you. that, you know, who's going to pick up the slack? Mm -hmm. Um, and there, there are a bunch of two man shops that could know, do it, that could, do, could do it. Okay. They can't do everything, but we would need, you know, this guy could do mantles for us. This guy could do, you know, stairs this guy could and but you are spreading that out around a bunch of small little shops and we're, we're actually going to seriously pursue going to try to find another custom shop and and talk to them and, and say it. 
I don't think we'd buy it. I think we would just develop a partnership with them that says, look, we're going to provide you this kind of work going forward. We just need to know that we are, we can rely on you guys and that, you know, you could turn it around in this amount of time that we can settle that it's going to be around this price point. And so we are, um, I, I, I hear what you're saying as far as you kind of sad, but at the same time, I see what you're saying. The way I look at it too, is I, we've got to continue to provide that level of quality and craftsmanship here in Texas, but I just can't be the one that does it. Mm -hmm. And so I just need to either, you know, bring up right people that are wanting to grow. There's guys who have used to work for us that wanted to do more custom stuff that went out on their own. Mm -hmm. We send them a lot of work. Um, Sometimes it's, it it works. Sometimes it doesn't, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I would love this North Texas to to the level of craftsmanship to really rise really high as we let go of that custom work that we were doing and farm it out to other people. But the important thing to my mind is not necessarily that we make it, but mm-hmm. that somebody makes it. Yeah, I got you. That makes sense. I, I, I see what you're saying now. Because I, I think if we just left the market and stopped doing that, I think it's a hole in the market mm-hmm. of, of, you know, we just fall back into the, the crap products that are out there that just, you know, aren't really doing much. So Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Richard, it sounds like there's a hole in the market that uh, needs to be filled. Yeah. I got 400 (laughs) square feet. (laughs) I can fill that hole pretty quick. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So any case that that's the challenges at the shop right now, we are, we are trying to grow up in many respects and, and, you know, hold on to craft, hold on to, you know, quality, hold on to, um, um, beauty. Right. And yet also, you know, the, the, the questions that we're asking is, is, is a custom window shop like ours, you know, focusing on a window like that, is that a, you know, $10 million company? Is that a $20 million company, $40 million company? Because at some point, if we can be successful with this guy, I've got to go to the bank and say, Hey, I've got something pretty hot here. You need to loan me $2 million because we're going to grow to X, right? Mm -hmm. What is X? What can we grow to? What size can this business be? You know, what is the opportunity for us? And um, I don't know the answer to that right now. I think what's exciting about it versus the custom is that you have an actual product. It's like you're a manufacturer. For years, I wanted to find something that could strike the imagination enough in the market that we could make it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And this seems to have that ability. It's really exciting because, I mean, I think since the first period that we went through that feast and famine cycle and things were so hard, you know, 20 years ago, we're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if we're going to make it. You know, those famines suck, right? And then the the, yeah. the feasts are hard too, right? When you've got a ton <laughs> of work, it's a whole different set of problems. And so, you know, way back then we were like what could we make that you know and i was always thinking very small like you know humidors and you know you know just you know <laughs> yeah. when they were hot and just you know what other small thing could we do that could we make a bunch of them and uh anyway the the 100 year window is exciting because if you do the 100 year window you can possibly do the 100 year door because you yeah. know the, the way we're building doors we could you know do you have a 100 year door is that or you just call them doors we we did, we did not. I don't think that we have necessarily perfected the door to a point where we can say this door will last a hundred years. Like mm-hmm. I I have you know 
a thousand percent confidence that that our windows will last a hundred years if they're maintained, right? Mm-hmm. And only because we're building them like they were in the past, and those building those things have lasted. Yeah. So you have proof. But, but door, yeah. But doors is harder. Doors are harder. Doors are. <laughs> doors is harder. <laughs> Let me tell you, them doors is harder. Um, they are. Uh, they go. They have a lot of abuse. They're moving back, back and forth. They're hinging. Sometimes they're. They have got closers on them. There's natural stress. I mean, if we measure our door, it's supposed to be 100 degrees tomorrow. Um, measure our door is painted black because my wife loves to paint black doors. It'll be 140 degrees. Okay, on the outside it's edge really of that door, door, and on the inside of that door, it's going to be 75 degrees. Right, almost. You know. Twice as oh, yeah. twice as you know hot on one side versus the other, that is incredibly hard for a. That's a giant chunk of wood. And a it's giant chunk of wood versus a window. When, when do you got a two inch style yeah. and half an inch of it is covered up? Yeah. So it doesn't. Is it? It isn't as exposed as a door is. And, and you think of the panels. You think of everything else. Can you make a door last a hundred years? Yeah. Maybe do the 50-year door. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. What's wrong with but this? <laughs> I get excited about that because I'm like, you know, the things that we're implementing and the the wood technology that that's out there and the opportunity for wood and stuff like that. Yeah. To, but wood is a huge deal. Yeah, and sure. so, um, you know, could you, uh, could you, you know, anyway, it, it, could you make a 100-year door? It sits out there as a challenge to me. But it's also, from the marketing side, I also look at it and go, that's a pretty sexy story. That's a pretty exciting product to take to the market so we'll see yeah i, I wish i could could get them yeah wish i could get the windows 100 year window yeah i'm gonna build them i'm That's gonna try good. it's Are not you? gonna last 100 years though i'll tell you that right now not with that attitude <laughs> um the uh i'm wondering if there's a way we could get you um mill up the parts and let you assemble them that'd be cool I mean, it'd be some amount of money, but you would be yeah. you would be handling the labor portion of them or yeah. a large portion of them. Yeah, I talked about I have the plans because you know I got the plans from Stuart. I, yeah. I asked you for them, and uh, I was I said it in one of my videos. I got the plans, you know, for the, the for secret brand, formula. Yeah, <laughs> and people were like, "Can I have them?" And then the next video, I was like, "Look, I can't give you these plans. Yeah. Like, I ethically couldn't do it. It's just." This is We've a had, product. We, yeah. there, there are a few people that continue to hound us for plants. It's, 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 uh, yeah. And I, I you know, I, I don't know them. I, I, you know, for all I can, all I know, this is, is your it's product. My, it's, it's my yeah. competitor and he's going to go out there and it wants to, I mean, like I can't do that. You yeah. Know? It's amazing to me, the audacity that they it have is. to, to ask for, you know, our secret sauce. Yeah. You know, can I have those? No, you can't have those. <laughs> How long is it taking? I tell them, I go, look, if you want to figure it out, there's the plans that we're copying. There's the things yeah. that we're looking at. Yeah. You know, go do it. Well, yeah, you could you could go to the salvage, buy one, tear it apart. There you, you go. Know, there's, there's another way there's of There's a doing way it. of looking at it. It might not be, and I've seen some of them that are inferior for sure to what you're making, but it's a good start, you know, if you want to copy it. Anyway, but, it, it, it is shocking that people ask that. I was a server for a restaurant a while ago and uh <clears throat> i went to like one of the tables and the, this lady was like oh this is just the best like um could i have the recipe and i was like i, I don't know 
just to serve. Like I'm kind of the middleman. And so I walk back <laughs> into the kitchen and if you've ever worked at a restaurant, like, you know, it, it's like all happy and front facing when you're like with the tables and then you go into the kitchen and it's like a war zone. <laughs> and so That's true. I, I like go talk to this sweet lady. She's like, I would love the recipe to this. And I was like, she's like, you ask your chef? I'm like, yeah, sure. Walk back to the chef. Hey, this lady loved her meal. Just wanted to tell you. And uh, she's wondering if she could have the recipe. <laughs> the amount of expletives that came out of his mouth. No, she can't. what do you think I've been doing back here? <laughs> like, it was crazy, no, but it's, the, it, same it's the same idea. There yeah. are some chefs that give out the recipes. Well, they do cookbooks, celebrity yeah. cookbooks. Yeah. But the uh, um, no, it's it's crazy. But, I mean, Very he was similar. he was. It's a gluten free restaurant, and they're like making gluten free fried chicken. Oh, so it's kind of impressive, but. You know, he was he was so offended that she would even ask for his recipe just because he's like, this is my work. This is my... So it's kind of the same idea. He'd like soup Nazi. Soup Nazi, yeah. <laughs> you no, you watch Seinfeld? Y'all showed it to me. Oh. I didn't see it, but y'all showed me on the screen. So. Oh, you've got to no watch Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no plans for you. No plans for you. Well, uh, you can... Like, how they're making gluten-free. You could put like a stamp on your window package. Your windows are joint free. <laughs> That'd oh, be cool. But they're also gluten-free. Your windows. Yes, yeah. they are. And they're organic. Organic. But, but vegan. Sure. Vegan. But, but don't eat them. Low fat. <laughs> Low fat. Yeah. Um, yeah. High in something that wood is. <laughs> high fiber. in quality. High in fiber. Yeah. High fiber. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for watching this episode of Passion for Craft. Uh, hopefully, it's an it's a fun one for you if you're out there working jobs. She got a little shop talk behind the scenes uh, from the two of them. So have a great rest of your day.